RAC's post-op podcast is brought to you with the compliments of the Royal Australasian College of Surgeons and leading financial services organisation, the Bongiorno National Network, the preferred choice for medical professionals across Australia. On October 6th, the Treasurer, Josh Frydenberg, delivered a big spending budget in a year where the economy has been hit hard by unprecedented events. So what are the takeouts from the budget for those in the medical profession and for surgeons in particular? For commentary, we turn to Michael Waycott, Director at the Bongiorno National Network. Chris Ashmore asks Michael his thoughts on the budget's impact. Yeah, very interesting budget. Uh, Josh Frydenberg said that uh, this budget is all about jobs. And I think uh, with restrictions easing to allow our CATS 2 to 4 operations to recommence. Surgeons are going to be very busy for some time dealing with the incremental backlog of wait lists. So I think the health sector is seen as one area that will certainly benefit from jobs growth. What would you say are the highlights, Michael, from the budget? Well, I think the first one is tax cuts. And Josh Frydenberg and the coalition government mentioned last budget that they are going to bring in some new tax rates, marginal tax thresholds over the next few years and most of them coming in in 2023-2024. Some of those have come in earlier and to commence backdated actually at the 1st of July 2020. And what that impacts is the 37,000 to 90,000 income threshold at 32.5% is now going to increase to 45,000 to 120,000 uh, threshold, and the next tax bracket of 37% will be 120,000 to 180,000. Previously, that was 90,000 to 180,000. So, in a nutshell, if surgeon earning 180,000 with these huge tax rate changes coming into effect at 1st of July 2020, they'll have an extra 2,430 in their back pocket. And other highlights, the asset write-off. Yeah, the asset write-off has been around a few years now. And uh, the prior to uh, Josh Frydenberg's announcement on the 6th of October of the latest budget, you were able to get an immediate write-off for equipment costing up to $150,000. Now, on budget night, the government announced that the $150,000 now would be uncapped. So any equipment purchased, whether it be new or second-hand, purchased and installed and ready for use by the 30th of June 2022, you'd be able to claim 100% tax return in your tax returns, mm. which is pretty advantageous. I just make a note though, look, it's it's important for everyone to understand that cars are not part of this. Cars are still subject to the depreciation cost limit of 58000 So cars are not affected, I repeat that, by the uncapped 100% write-off on new or second-hand equipment. Now, there were state government grants announced. What are they? Yeah, so there's a number of different uh, state government grants. Look, I think most of them really do apply to Victoria, given we've had this lengthy period of restrictions in Victoria, which businesses have been closed down for quite a period of time. And what the government has decided that the grants previously were going to be taxed in the hands of the recipient. They've changed that and they're now going to be exempt from tax. 
So it'll be tax-free. And anyone's got any questions or queries on whether or not they can qualify for any state government grant, I urge you to give me a call or shoot me an email on listening to the recording. Temporary company loss carry back, Michael. That was an interesting one. Yeah, it was, uh, I think it caught a few people by surprise. But look, without going into too much detail, basically what it means is if you're operating under a company structure, it might not affect too many surgeons out there that have actually made a loss in their company. But if they've got other business activities through that same company for whatever reason, what it means is, is the 2020 2021 and 2022 financial years, if you make a loss on any of those years, you can go back and apply that to your 2019 company tax return, which means you'll get a refund of tax. But it can only be up to the limit of whatever the profit was in 2019. Now, like anything, the devil's in the details. So again, I urge anyone who finds themselves in that particular situation uh, to give me a call and I can expand on that in further detail. Now there's the new job maker. What's that about? Yes, we've got a new one. It's now Job Maker, which is a further government subsidy. And it's, I guess, you know, in the opening, I mentioned the budget's all about jobs. And this is about creating some jobs and some incentives for employers taking on a particular age bracket into their businesses. Uh, so what it means is, is that from budget night, 6th of October, uh, the government will provide a subsidy of up to $200 a week. Uh, for each additional new employee aged 16 to 29 and an additional $100 a week for each additional employee at the ages of 30 to 35. Now, there's some finer details that need to be ticked off and speed humps to get over for employers to qualify. And again, give me a call and I can expand on those as well. And there's been a government boost for first home buyers. Yeah, this is a really good one. So what's happened is the government announced on budget night that there's a boost to first home buyers where they only require a 5% deposit to purchase a house without incurring any form of lender's mortgage insurance. Uh, it's partly covered by the government and obviously the banks, uh, but there are caps as to the purchase price that applies to. And just for example, in New South Wales, the cap is 950000 uh, Victoria is 850000 Queensland 650000 Each state has got their cap. And if anyone would like the full list, I'm more than happy to supply that if you shoot me an email or give me a call. So I think that's a really a terrific incentive for first home buyers that they don't quite need that 20% or 10%. It's now 5%. So it'll give the property market the boost that it needs. Any changes in superannuation, Michael? Well, very minimal. What they did announce that there was some small super reform, I guess, to cut costs down on multiple superannuation accounts where employees may be moving from job to job. So if you start with a new employer, you're able to continue with your existing superannuation fund that you may have had with a previous employer. The new employer has to contribute to that existing one. So you, it just means that employees won't have three or four different 
superannuation accounts all over the place where you're really multiplying your fees. And also there's some insurance premiums within industry super funds that may be being incurred in each of those members' balances. So in the public system for, for doctors, shifting from hospital to hospital or state to state, uh, there might be different superannuation funds that are established in the new employee uh, arrangement. So you're able to continue with the existing one and just have the one, so you're cutting down on your costs. So I think that's a sensible idea. And I guess the motto there is that the superannuation fund travels with you wherever you go. I think that's about it. Reading through the budget, they were the main... There's other things in there, but they were the main topics that we thought really affected uh, surgeons. And look, I'm sure that everyone's just thankful that they're back at work, certainly in Victoria, and servicing the community with wait lists were going through the roof. And now they're going to be busy for a long period of time with those extensive wait lists. Michael Waycott, Director at the Bongiorno National Network. Please remember, as this general advice has been prepared without taking account of your objectives, financial situation or needs, you should consider the appropriateness of this advice before acting on it. If this general advice relates to acquiring a financial product, you should obtain a product disclosure statement before deciding to acquire the product. RAC's Post-Op Podcast is brought to you with the compliments of the Royal Australasian College of Surgeons and leading financial services organisation, the Bongiorno National Network the preferred choice for medical professionals across Australia. You can reach the Bongiorno National Network on plus 613 9863 3111.